Hello, Janine Kathleen here. Welcome to the Mindset Alchemy podcast, where we explore how to know intuitively, create intentionally, choose consciously, and be effortlessly. We explore the power of thinking, emotions, feelings, and words. We help bring you awareness, consciousness, and an understanding of what it is to alchemize your life so that you can enjoy it, expand it, and create magnificently and be the magic, marvelous, and miraculous person that you can be. Let's get on with it now. Hello everyone and today we have the privilege of having Linda Bins with us. Linda, thank you so much for making time to join us today. We so appreciate you. Thank you, Janine. It is my pleasure to be here. Ah, Linda, please can you tell people who you are, where you are and a little bit about what you do? Absolutely. Uh, my name is Linda Binns. I'm originally from England, although I live, uh, well, almost for the past 30 years, I've been living in the United States, um, currently just outside of Portland in Oregon. And um, I am, I guess you call an energy coach. I don't use the word coach very much. I, I like to use the word guide more than anything. Um, and that has, I've been doing that for 20 five years um, in one form or another. It's kind of my business has kind of morphed over the years. But essentially what I do is I help people understand their energy and the energy around them and all the energy that affects them. And in particular, um, I work with women who are highly sensitive, um, highly sensitive professionals and women business owners who are highly sensitive. And the reason for that is I want to it's my mission really to empower people, uh, those highly sensitive people, to accept and embrace their uniqueness rather than trying to force themselves to fit into everybody else's expectations. And, you know, as a highly sensitive person myself, which I didn't discover, I didn't even know there was such a term until probably about 15 years ago. Um, and then it suddenly made sense of who I am and, and why I always felt so different from everybody else and <clears throat> why. I never seem to fit in. And um, so it's my mission to really turn that around and for, for the, the term high sensitivity to just be part of the normal conversation, just like you would say introvert or extrovert. Um, it's just simply a trait and, and we need to understand it more. On that note, could you explain to people, because so many people have a negative connotation around sensitive yes. people, they have no understanding of the actual power of the energy of it. Could yes. you share a bit of insight on that with everyone, please? Absolutely. Well, essentially, sensitivity has always been seen as a weakness. Uh, what I've learned is that it's actually an incredible, incredible strength. I always thought it was a weakness before, but no, now I know it's an incredible strength. And what it means to be highly sensitive, it's, it's that you, so we are literally wired, kind of internally wired differently. Our brains and nervous systems respond differently um, to everything around us. Um, we think a lot, and this can often lead to overthinking. I mean, somebody could invite me to a party, and then, I'm, you know, the, the thought process that goes into that is quite ridiculous. Do I want to go to the party? 
uh, I don't really want to go, but if I don't go, will they be upset with me? Well, maybe I should go, you know, and there's this, I call it mental gymnastics, this whole mental gymnastics that goes on. And I always say, don't ask a highly sensitive person a question unless you really want to know the answer because you will get very detailed um, yes. and informative answer. Um, so we, we think a lot, we process things very, very deeply. So again, with the question, if somebody asks a question, I, I asked a friend who's highly sensitive a, a question about my website. Could you just you know, take a quick look at it and give me some thoughts? And I, you know, I was expecting just a couple of pointers. I got like a four page <laughs> report after that. So but it was great, you know. So um, also we are impacted much more deeply by the things around us. So, for example, and it can lead to overstimulation, meaning it can become overwhelming and we feel it very physically. Um, so crowds could be an example. I It's very difficult for me to be around crowds in crowds and that's because highly sensitive people tend to pick up the energy um, and emotions of other people very easily and so if you're in a crowd it's like you're being bombarded with all of that that energy um, things like we can get overwhelmed by things like certain sounds or certain smells um, I can't be around uh, anyone who's smoking I can smell it a mile away you know yes. um, <laughs> perfumes chemical smells anything like that and you know people think well you're just being fussy no it's a physical reaction so those smells you know I'll start to feel it in my throat I'll get a sore throat then I'll start to get a, a bad headache I might get some nausea uh, even with sounds I it's almost like certain sounds I can feel it in the cells of my body so it is a physical mm -hmm. reaction um, so these are some of the kinds of things that highly sensitive people experience and people generally tend to think of sensitivities, oh, you're going to break into tears at any moment, you know, or you're fragile, we have to walk on eggshells around you. And that's not really the case. It's simply a case of, first of all, I think the highly sensitive person themselves understanding themselves and what it, what affects them. And then when they need to, to be able to, um, to let other people know what it is that they need. You know, I, I, I used to be, sort of ashamed of saying something like if I was at a conference and it became very overwhelming I would feel a need to just even if I just went outside for five minutes and come back and I would either be scared to tell people that or you know I would just stay there and then I would start to feel physically very uncomfortable um or I would just go and then people think well what's up with her you know why is she <laughs> walking off and so I learned to just say, if I just said to people, you know, I'm feeling a little overwhelmed with all the energy here. So I'm going to go outside for five minutes and I'll be right back. You know, I'm just going to reset myself. And people say, OK, that's fine. So it's up to us to know what we need and then to share it with other people so that they can understand. Because mm -hmm. you can't understand what it means to be highly sensitive if, if people don't explain it to you, if you're not highly sensitive yourself. That was, that, <laughs> that was such a beautiful answer. And many people say, well, what's the difference between an empath and a highly sensitive person? Are you able to expand on that for them? Yes, I think. So with an empath, no, no it doesn't necessarily mean if you're a highly sensitive, it doesn't necessarily mean you're an empath and, and vice versa. So an yeah. empath really tunes in to the emotions, the feelings, the pain of other people. 
and they can very easily take that on and feel it as if it's their own, mm-hmm. uh, which unless you have an understanding of that and how that happens and, and how to stop it taking you over, if you like, um, then it's very easy for you to, because I've done this myself, you know, so one day, one minute I'm feeling fine and the next minute I'm feeling very sad or just depressed or something like that. And I think, what is this? You know, and if you try to work that through yourself, you won't get anywhere because it's not your energy. And then once you realize, ah, oh, you know, I, I had this interaction with this person and this person was feeling very angry or upset or whatever it was. And now I've taken that on or they have passed that on to me. So there's nothing I can do with it. So I have to let that go. Um, so that's the, I think that's the main difference with an empath is that there's the feeling much more of people's emotions and pain. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it, you can feel it as if it is, if it's yours. That's a beautiful explanation. The way I see it as well, just from what you're describing and from my knowledge is sensitives are sensitive to all energy. Empaths are focused very much with people or um, like dogs. Do you, have you heard of a lady called Teal Swan? I haven't, no. Okay, it's worth uh, looking up. She also discusses sensitives and empaths and she's quite an incredible lady. And the one day... Um, I may get this wrong people so go and look it up yourselves the one day she was saying very often empaths well empaths very often will protect themselves by looking for the most dangerous person in the room and avoiding them whereas Uh the sensitive picks up on everything and everybody so Mm -hmm. it's actually quite interesting how it works like that Um, as a sensitive I'm sure you are extremely aware of that my, yeah. And it was so resonating when you were talking about the cigarette smoke. I can smell it from miles away. And it, my chest has a very, very physical response yes. to it. That is completely yes. uncomfortable. Yes, very. Yeah. So, so now when you work with your clients and you work with the people you work with, what is the primary thing that you begin with with them? Um. Well... It's really about finding out who they are. And what I mean by that is there are these layers of who they think they are or where they try to force themselves to fit in, to to be something else, the expectations. And so by just by talking to them, so you start, I start with asking them, you know, okay, what what is the issue and what have you done about it? And, you know, where is it you would like to be? So this is what's happening now. Where would you like to be? And just in that that talking, so it's it's like, yes, I'm listening to what they're saying, but I'm listening to what's behind what they're saying. If I'm, mm-hmm. you could say I'm feeling what they're saying. It's yes. it's hard to describe it, but you know I can very quickly um, get a sense of what the real issues are behind what they think the issues are. I would say yeah. what you think is the problem is never the problem. You know, and and so it's really seeing what's behind what they're presenting, how yeah. they're showing up in the world, if you like, seeing what's behind that. And then once you understand what's behind that, what's really going on, that gives you something to work with. Then, you know, for example, 
um, what, com what components of energy we might be dealing with. So they might be feeling responsible for all of their family members or for a particular family member, and that's derailing them um, very much in their life. Or it could be um, that they're extremely sensitive to environment and they need to pay attention more to the energy that of the space that they're in. Or it could be that they're very, very sensitive, very empathic and picking up on uh, collective energy or ancestral energy, yes. or it could be that they just have very deep-seated beliefs about themselves, perhaps not being good enough or not being lovable or something like that. So it's it's really looking for what's behind what they're what's being presented to them in their life, if you like, uh, and then helping them understand that, and then finding, identifying really what's the best approach for them because you really can't. You know, everybody is so different. And I would say, especially for highly sensitive people, uh, what we found is that things that work for other people, there's a great frustration because things that work for other people don't often tend to work for highly sensitive people. So if they've been following programs or following blueprints or following other people's advice and doing all the steps, then very often they'll, they'll say, well, I don't understand what's wrong with me because I'm doing everything right. And yet... I'm still not experiencing any any change. And so you have to look for, okay, what's really going on behind that? Who are you? How do we how do we access you, the you that's inside there that's been covered up for so long? So it's 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 a process of that. And it can be different for everybody, but it starts with a conversation so that I start to get a sense of what that looks like and feels like for that person. That is absolutely beautiful. So you actually are using your skills and gifts to help them, if I say mine, the skills and the gifts and uncover it. That is so powerful. While you were talking, you made me, somebody was quoting Carl Jung this morning and they were saying that in order to find where you're going, go within mm. rather than following the crowd, go within. And yeah. just when you were speaking, that really, really brought so clearly to mind Linda, what is the one thing that has understanding that you're sensitive? Well, maybe not one thing, but what is the what was the value of it in the immediate when you found out about it? You mentioned that it helped you understand yourself. What did it bring for you to understand this? That's a good question. Um, I would have to say for me, it was, you know, all my life I'd been made to feel like I was wrong mm -hmm. just for the way I felt, for the way I thought, for, you know, the way I approach things. Why can't you be more like so-and-so? What's wrong with you? You know, all, all of that. So I think more than anything, what it did for me is it, it helped me learn to trust myself. Ah, because I didn't, I trusted everybody else and I took everybody else's advice. I thought, well, they must be right. You know, everybody's telling me this, you know, I'm doing things the wrong way or um, I'm just thinking about things in, in a way that's not um, successful or, or whatever it is. And then I just really started to learn to trust myself because only I know what's right for me. Mm. and only you know what's right for you and you know people used to say I used to do read personal growth books and and go on courses and things and people always said you know the answers are within you and I used to think 
yes, I get that. But how do you get them out? We <laughs> don't find them. <laughs> okay, they're in there. How can I get them out? And the thing is, the more you try to force that, give me yes. the answer to this, uh, the more elusive it is. So um, that's why I, I say I feel like I'm a guide because what I feel like I do is help people get those answers out for themselves. It's not me giving them answers. Oh, you need to do this and you need to do that. It's like, let's find what's right for you. And let's, let's bring that out. And at the same time, help you learn how to trust yourself so that you don't need to go to somebody else for answers. So I would say it's that it's trust. That is so beautiful. That is something I see so many of my clients battle with uh, is trust. So mm. that, just such a gift Linda so I would from what you've been saying the catalyst for you was the discovery with this catalyst of discovery with learning to trust yourself what helped you along your journey most learning I would say self-inquiry learning to um rather than let me say it this way when something happens that feels uncomfortable or is an experience that um, that you don't want, learning self-inquiry to show you what, what it is that you need to learn about yourself from this situation or from this person or whatever it is. So rather than saying, oh, this is a problem, I need to go and find a solution to it, I learned to step back feel what I was feeling, experience this, the experience of it, and simply ask myself, okay, what is it I need to learn from this situation? What is this situation, this person telling me about myself? And as soon as you, you take that approach, then, I mean, you might not get, you know, a big answer right away, but it will come. And then you, it's like you just don't need that situation or that person or that, that problem anymore. And it's amazing how, you, how easily you move through something that had you not asked those questions, you would have maybe been stuck in that situation, um, feeling very frustrated for a long time. So I think it's, it's really, that's one of the biggest things for me is that learning to go inside and ask myself, and, and also at the same time, allow myself to feel um, and really yeah. experience what I'm feeling. And then actually you learn to be grateful for the experience because what comes on the other side of the experience once you've moved through it, no matter how difficult or painful it was, you realize actually what a gift it was because it's helped to let go of something that, that was holding you back in some way. That is so beautiful. I actually just recorded a podcast on the gift of gratitude the other day. I find gratitude is a huge catalyst when we're resetting our mindset, our heart set, and our gut set, yes. and especially for sensitive people and people tuned into energy. Linda, yes. I've so enjoyed having you today. If you could leave our audience with just something that you feel would really, really help them, what could that be? I think it would have to be the issue of trust again. Trust yourself. No matter what anybody else is saying to you, if it doesn't feel right, it isn't right for you. Um, really learning to trust yourself and self-awareness, understanding who you are. That's how you learn to trust yourself. You have to know who you are. Um, 
And you do that just by paying attention to how you feel. We have this wonderful gift of a, of a, a body system that tells us when something's not right. So pay attention to it, trust it, and, and trust what you feel is the right direction for you because nobody else can tell you. I think it would be that. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. Those are very, very wise words. Linda, where can people reach out to you? We'll put it in the show notes, people, but Mm -hmm. if you could just share where people could reach out. Yes, absolutely. So best place is my website, lindabins.com. Very simple. I'm on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, but all the links are on there. So probably just go to my website and you can learn a bit more about me. You can also schedule an appointment just to have a chat if uh, if you feel like doing that. So awesome, people take up that opportunity. I just <laughs> know Linda has such a beautiful spirit to help you. Linda, thank you so much again. I so appreciate you very, very much. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. People, we'll see you next week. Remember, check out what Linda has to offer for you, and who knows what you'll find as you explore where your sensitivity is, and where you can trust yourself more. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me. I hope you have a wonderful and incredible day. If you'd like to know more about working with me, reach out via my website. Details are in the bio. Please find me on social media and let me know what impacted you most about today's podcast. Also, if you enjoyed it, please consider leaving me a five-star rating so that more people can hear about the podcast. Have an incredible, awesome, and wonderful day. Bye-bye.